Praise the Lord. My name is Bona Abraham. Under the platform of International Fellowship of Prophetic Intercessors, we want to treat the topic on intercession, a school of intercession. Um, we're borrowing some part from it today to uh, help uh, the brethren to be strong in prayers. You know, praying like Jesus did. So our goal is to equip the sense of God with the power of God to do uh, the greater works. And intercession is a major key to subduing cities for Jesus Christ. So in this in, in introduction, the ministry of intercession is the most neglected of all the ministries of the church. Even though the, the ministry of intercession underscores the highest calling um, of, 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 of the believer in Christ, this is what shows how maturing the church has become in this age of individualism. Intercession is a major business of the church. It is the major, major business of the church. The kingdom of God's economy is intercession driven, is driven by intercession. So uh, the scripture says in Luke chapter 11 verse 1, it came to pass that as he, Jesus, was praying in a certain place, when he stopped, when he ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And so we can see that of all that Jesus did, uh, one thing that the disciples wanted to learn was uh, the art of prayer that Jesus had and that, that John also taught his disciples. One thing very common with every prophet of God is that they are intercessors. Every prophet of God, you cannot stand in the prophetic office without having a strong uh, prayer life or being able to stand you know, uh, before God to intercede, to make a uh, petition. So in Psalm 2 verse 1, the Lord says, Ask of me and I will give you the heathens or the nations for your inheritance, and the uttermost part of the earth for your possession. That's what God uh, said. He said, if you ask me, I will give you the heathens for your inheritance, and the uttermost part of the earth for your possession. In other words, we can ask God for the nations. We can ask God uh, to give us uh, souls for our inheritance. And so in First Samuel chapter 12, verse 22, we discover there that the court of heaven uh, considers prayerlessness a very serious offense. You know, so um, not praying, not interceding, not standing in the gap when you are supposed to is um, the sin of omission and it's a very serious thing before heaven. So for you to lead a, a, a growing organization, especially a Christian organization like a church, without a strong intercessory group is like trying to build a high-rise without a, a, a firm foundation. It is impossible to prosper in any spiritual endeavor without strong intercession. And so the definition of intercession is, is called from two words, intercession, inter, you know, and the sidere. You know, it came from the Latin word, I-N-T-E-R, and then the word C-E-D-E-R-E, sidere. Inter, sidere. Inter means to go. Sidere means between. 
you know, to go between two persons, like in marriage mediators. In marriage, there is always a, a go-between that, that, that tries to uh, uh, mediate between two families, that it's like a kind of trustee, you know, to the two families. Ezekiel 22, verse 30, God said he's looking for a man to stand in a gap. He's looking for a man. May God find us today as strong intercessors for the kingdom of God so that the purpose and the will of God will be done on the earth. You know, um, the man of God said, it seems that God will do nothing on earth except uh, one cause on him through prayer. In other words, uh, major moves of God we have seen on the earth has been as a result of answer to uh, prayers of intercession. You know, intercession is a ministry that bridges the gap between God and man. You know, these suggest standing between two to make reconciliation or to make peace. So uh, the ministry of intercession is a very serious one and uh, we need to understand the power that uh, it conveys. If you read First Timothy chapter 2, this is one to three. You know, the Lord says there uh, through the Apostle Paul by the Holy Spirit, he said, first of all, he would that we pray for um, all men, you know, for leaders, for those in authority. So we need to pray for all men. Why praying for all men? That all men may come to the knowledge of God. Why pray for the leaders? That the leaders may lead in the fear of God and that we may live a peaceable life in all godliness. He said, this is good and acceptable inside of God our Savior, who will have all men saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So intercession is all in blessing. It knows no boundary. We need to have a clear understanding of whom and what and why and where we are standing in Christ's redemption. Intercession is basically praying for others instead of yourself or instead of your problems. You know, the end result is to bring about peace and serenity in the society. The intercession makes no room for offenses. It makes no room for bitterness or for, for hate or for enmity. I hear some people, you know, try to, uh, they call it intercession and they keep uh, shouting, die, die. You know, you cannot have that kind of attitude and be an intercessor. If you have an attitude of injuring someone or hurting someone, you cannot be an intercessor. You know, and uh, you said you were calling the devil to die. That's not your business. You're not going to kill the devil. The devil's not going to die. And so whatever they mean, it's wrong. You know, whatever you mean, some people, you cannot even insult the devil. You know, insult is not acceptable. It's out of order. Whether you insult the devil or you insult a good person, to insult is out of order. It's a sin. And so you don't say stupid things and then and, and then think you are praying. You know, I hear some people say, devil is a liar and so is grandmother and all that, those rubbish. I'm so, I mean, that's, that is that is not decent. You know, it, it, might, it might provoke people to laugh. You might think, make people think you're charismatic or some, you know, some kind of like that. No, you are not allowed to insult. You know, in the scope of intercession, you intercede for your friends, intercede for families, intercede for communities, intercede for the nations, for cities, you know, for God's will to be done 
in the earth, you know, in the nations. So, biblical examples of intercession, we see Abraham interceding for Sodom. You know, when God wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, he came to Abraham and um, said, he said, he said, Abraham has become such a friend that I wouldn't do such a thing without telling him my friend. Shall I do such a thing without telling my friend Abraham? God said, that's in Genesis chapter 18, verse 20 to 33. And so God came to Abraham and told Abraham he was going to annihilate Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, by judgment because of their sin of Sodomy, the sin of, uh, you know, uh, uh, what you call... Uh, homosexuality and lesbianity and bestiality and whatever that originated from Sodom and that brought the judgment of God upon Sodom that uh, Sodom and Gomorrah were annihilated by the fire of God from heaven God rained fire and brimstone upon them and they were totally annihilated and so but before that uh, Abraham had to stand in a gap Abraham said uh, to God, he, he stood as an intercessor. He said to God, he said, Far be it from you, shall the judge of the earth not do what is right. And then he began to, you know, you know, plead with God. He said, he said, God, how can you destroy the righteous and the unrighteous? I know you have the right to destroy the unrighteous, uh, but how can you do it with the righteous? Perhaps there be some righteous people there. And God said, well, if there are righteous people, I will not carry out my destruction program. If you can find 50 righteous and 30 righteous and 20 and 10 righteous, you know, uh, Abraham was hoping because Abraham knew Lot, his cousin, was there. And he was actually interceding uh, to spare the city, you know, to deliver the city because he, he knows if the city is destroyed, Lot is going to be part of it, you know. And so, but um, uh, quite unfortunately, or fortunately, Abraham was able to prevail against God and um, uh, God separated Lot and still destroyed the Sodom and Gomorrah. Alright, in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 4 to 7, Isaiah chapter 1 verse 21 to 26, God would have us to bring our case before him, to declare that we be justified, you know, to stand in the gap, to make our, you know, case before the court of heaven. So we're going to look at dimensions of intercessions. Heavenly vision is very, very necessary in intercession. Seeing what God is saying. You know, heavenly vision. You know, the Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2, he says, I will stand in my watch and I will see what he shall say to me. God is the one speaking, but we are seeing it. It's a prophetic vision. We see what he says to us. Not here this time. We see it because it's like, it's like a similitude. He brings it to our vision in a clarity. And so there is a, a need for bold declaration, bold declaration, saying what he is saying. You know, it is that in that direction that we deploy angel armies. You know, they hearken to the voice of his word. Angel armies, they hear the voice of God's word. When we make bold declaration of God's word, as he gives it to us in our spirit, then angel armies are deployed to carry out their orders. You know, fearless standing where he is standing. Fearlessly, we stand where God is standing. We can see where God is standing. You know, we're not afraid. We're not trying to be politically correct. But we know where God stands in issues. And we're not, you know, afraid 
of anybody or any government or any decrees or any policy, we stand where God is standing. That that it's um, th- these are dimensions of intercession that God would have us. So when we start that assignment, we complete. You know, we have a complete alignment with the heavens. You know, we cannot be a prophetic intercession intercessors if we don't have complete alignment with heavens. Alignment means we, we, we know what the Father is doing. You know, Jesus had this alignment when he says, I do nothing of my own. It's only what I see the Father do, that's what I do. I don't have a program or agenda of my own. That's the prophetic, prophetic intercessor is one who, who is in complete alignment with the heavens. You don't go ahead of God. You don't drag behind. You know where God is in a situation, in a nation, in, a, in an issue. You know where God is and you stand there and you are in complete alignment with the heavens. You're not contradicting heavens. You're not insulting heavens. You're not dragging heaven behind. You're not going contrary to the purpose of God and to what God is doing in the now. And so the angel armies or the host of heaven, you know, they are deployed when we are standing in complete alignment with the heavens. Okay, we remember uh, the captain that met Joshua. You know, when, jo- when, the, when the children of Israel crossed Jordan, um, Joshua was met with a captain the captain of the host of heaven. And Joshua drew his sword and asked him, are you for us or against us? And the man said, neither. I'm not for you. I'm not against you. In other words, I'm not for your enemies and I'm not for you. I am leading a different camp altogether. Hallelujah. I am here for, I, I, have, a, I have a troop I'm leading. We are on a complete uh, mission. We are now on our mission. I just want to give you an idea of your own mission so you can carry it out well so we can bring down the war. You see, it was not Joshua and the children of Israel that brought down the war of Jericho. Let's, let's get this very clear. It was neither the shouting of the people. Uh, it was not the praise. It was nothing of the people. It was the angelic army, the host of heaven. It was this captain that met Joshua and the invisible armies of heaven that brought that demolished that war. You know, so um, let's get it very clear. You know, so the captain and his armies, they were going ahead of Joshua and his troops. And when they got there, he told Joshua what to do. And because Joshua and his people were in alignment with heaven, then the armies of heaven executed judgment upon uh, Jericho. So that's very important. In prophetic intercession, you've got to know what God is doing. You've got to know where God is. You've got to see what God is saying. And you're going to stand in complete alignment with heaven so you can bring down the purposes of God. On the earth, so uh, there is territorial uh, nature of intercession. You know, when our intercession is territorially focused, that is, we are labeling with God in a given geographical area. It is most effective and very, very powerful. So you can't just um, be praying. 
you know, in isolation. You got to have a rhema word. You got to have a, a, a leading of, of the spirit of God. You got to have a whisper of God in your ear telling you to intercede about a particular place, a particular individual, a particular government, a particular nation, a particular city, a particular state, or a particular church, or a particular organization. You know, you got to have a giving word. And most of the time, God gives you that inner, uh, inner push or inner urge, or whatever you call it, when God speaks to your heart, pushes your heart to do it, most of the time he gives you the scripture. He gives you the scripture you're going to stand upon. And then as you stand on that scripture, you don't, you don't need to begin to quote every scripture in the Bible. Just stand on that word because that word given to you is enough. One word from God is enough to bring to pass whatever God wants to bring. So you are just there. You're not the one to do it. It's not your intercession that is doing it. God is actually uh, letting you uh, give him the legalization he need to carry out his purpose. It's God that do it. The Bible says it is it's God that walk in us both to will and to do of his good purpose. So what, what you're doing is you're making yourself available to God so that God can ride through you to bring his purpose on the air. And so prophetic intercession is a dimension of grace that God enables us to work with him as his co-laborers. And so we can see in the case of Daniel, when he began to intercede based on God's prophetic word revealed to him, you know, the prophetic word was the revealed will of God for the people. God had actually said, well, I'm going to take these people to bondage, 70 years will pass over, you know, they're going to be judged. Israel was judged by God allowing a, a hidden nation to take them captive, you know, attack them, overcome them, and carry them captive for 70 years. The prophet Jeremiah told them, and they thought he was joking. And so God bring it to pass. It was the will of God that at the end of that 70 years, God's people will be, you know, restored and delivered and be freed and be brought back. So through the prophetic inter inter intercession, Daniel was pushed to pray for that seven, uh, 21 days. He had a, a, a leading of God and he prayed. And when he prayed, uh, the Lord uh, released uh, angels who gave the word to him. You know, because he said he discovered by book the number of days for Israel's release has passed. You know, the days has fulfilled. So he began to intercede for that. He was interceding specifically for Israel as a nation to be delivered from that, 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 that bondage of Babylon, to be, to be freed and to be restored. And that was what uh, happened uh, in a, as a result to his answer prayer. You would say, well, uh, God actually ordained that there be um, 70 years. When the 70 years has passed, uh, God should just uh, release them to come back. Well, that's right. But God needed a man to intercede. And that Daniel discovered that that was um, the time, the proper time to intercede. And he interceded. An angel came and gave him the word and uh, told him. In fact, it was that prophetic intercession that gave us insight of the war that exists in the realm of the spirit. You know, I mean, there were uh, king uh, of Persia, human being, well, the, the one Jeremiah said, you are a man. And there is a spiritual prince of Persia that was in the realm of the spirit, in a dimension of the spirit, you know, that 
was doing some unseen invisible invisible wicked activities this dimension mostly involved uh, the prophetic of office most of the time now there is governmental level of intercession when intercession is done from the level of government example when leaders in authority intercede uh, for their subjects, exactly for you know kings and princes, you know or uh, people who have political authority, you know so uh, that is very very powerful. Uh, so we 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 need apostles and prophets to be involved in this dimension of intercession. You know most most um, um, of our churches today we have what we call prayer group individuals who don't even understand what prayer is all about and just because they are bold and they can run around in the congregation we appoint them prayer leaders or intercession leaders and they just uh, gather people and make noise you know friday night they just make noise and, and they call it intercession it's it is a, a pastor who have an understand a true understanding of of uh, the spiritual things i mean that intercessory ministry is not for children it's not for babies believe you me it's not for babies it's for adults it's for the mature it's for elders and so we need to understand that you see when moses interceded for israel he interceded from that point he was he was a government he was interceding from that governmental level he was interceding also from the prophetic level you know in exodus chapter 32 verse 31 to verse 35 it's registrative intercession you find that also in isaiah chapter 41 verse 21 to 22 there are some important facts we must understand we must all understand that the corporate nature of our calling is very very essential in other words um when we come together um not minding our logos and our egos and our the denominational affiliations and stuff. When we come together and pray uh, as leaders, we 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 initiate a tremendous kingdom power in the atmosphere. There are dimensions of spiritual authority that we cannot carry except we are corporately connected. Except we are corporate. that is the reason for international fellowship of prophetic intercessors. And I would, I would like for you to, to be a part of it. I would like for you to call me and uh, so we can network together and pray and take over the nations and take the kingdoms for our God. You know, networking is so vital uh, to deal with the levels of intercessions that, that brings power in the nations. And so there are ingredients of effective intercession. Part of the ingredient is selflessness and sacrificial living. You know, it, we gotta be selfless. You know, the next ingredient is passion for the lost souls. You know, as we intercede, we gotta have passion. If we don't have passion, it'd be difficult for you to intercede. You know, like some people who don't have passion, and when they intercede, they are calling fire and brimstone upon their enemies. That's not intercession. That has, I can assure you, that has no reckoning with heaven. You are doing some religious stuffs that you can open the door for the devil to take advantage of you and administer occultic uh, dimension of you know of evil upon people you know passion to see the will and the purpose of the lord accomplished on the earth is very essential ingredient like in daniel chapter 9 verse 2 to 3 
You gotta be. You gotta have that strong passion in your heart to see the purpose of God. You know, uh, to be accomplished on the earth. We gotta be jealous for God and for His kingdom, like in First Kings chapter nineteen, verse fourteen. We we must have that jealousy for God and His kingdom. And if you don't have it, um, it'd be difficult for you to actually intercede. Then we we need brokenness, or you call it meekness. That spirit of meekness, that spirit that is not you know, um, easily, easily offended or easily, uh, you know, discouraged. That spirit of meekness, you have no pride in you. You don't care who whose voice is heard or who is standing up there. We've got to have that brokenness, that meekness. It's in Psalms 51 verse 17. That meekness is so essential to for the prophetic office. God said that Moses was the meekest of all. You know, being the meekest was the guy who interceded and could change the hand of God. He could ask God to repent, and God repented. <laughs> That's only one man who did that. You know, and Jesus also came after the order of, G- of Moses, because Moses said, a prophet like me, the Lord your God will raise. And then he says, a prophet like me. You know, what is it that made Moses and Jesus likened? It's their meekness. Jesus said, he says, learn of me, for I am meek. Jesus was telling us that if you don't know me, know it. I am meek. Learn of me. I am meek. I am meek. So we, we need to uh, understand that that is what qualifies us to stand before God. Meekness. If you don't have it, if you're not broken yet, if you're still full of yourself, you'll not be able to intercede. Okay? Now, sound knowledge of God's word is so vital. That's why we said this is not for for babies, these are for, for the mature. You gotta be detribalized. You are not a racist. You 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 can't take sides. You know, I see a lot of people who sound matured, but there's still element of racism in them. See element of racism, they cannot worship with certain people from certain place, they cannot go to certain church because certain uh, tribe are uh, leaders. You see people float in their tribes, it shows they are not matured enough to stand in the office of intercession because when you're an office of intercession you are dead to serve you are dead to raise you are just a child of god and you know every other person as a child of god you don't say this guy is from my tribe this guy is from my tongue this guy is from my race no you don't have that and as long as you are racial biased you cannot be a strong intercessor you gotta you gotta have the ability to see into the spirit realm or into the heavenlies. Your inability to see into the spirit realm disqualifies you to be a prophetic intercessor. It is your ability to see into the spirit realm that enables you to know where God is and then stand there and be in alignment with God, in alignment with heaven. Okay? Necessity of repentance. Uh, what is repentance? Repentance is ownership of our sins. Or sin, in you know, in the concerned area before God, you know, we got to take responsibility for our sins. Now, when Daniel was interceding for the Israelites in in Babylon, there is some prayers he prayed. Daniel was not part of that sin, but Daniel had to say, "God, we." have sinned before you. Our fathers have sinned before you. We bring repentance. We we ask for mercy. And so we need to do that. As an intercessor, we need to identify 
with the people who are interceding for. For instance, if you are interceding for the nation, you go to bring the sin of the nation before God and you go to confess it in, in such a way that you identify yourself as you are part of that nation. Repentance is ownership, you know, is taking responsibility for what, for the actions, and then asking for mercy. Intercession can never be effective without repentance because, you know, repentance is what opens the way for God's forgiveness. And without forgiveness, you're wasting your time. Repentance is what opens the door for God's mercy. Repentance is what opens the the door for God's grace. Repentance is what opens the door for reconciliation, for God's favor. And so when there is no repentance, that door is closed. Repentance opens the door of God's peace. Repentance is what opens the door to negotiate with God. Opens the door to fellowship with God again. It gives you the boldness to confront and and to block the enemy in the territory uh, he has control. Repentance gives you the boldness to confront and rebuke the enemy. When there is no repentance, you know, all these are not there because the enemy is going to put an accusing finger and he's going to, and you're going to stand helpless. How to obtain, how to uh, become an intercessor. Number one, I want to say that we need intimate relationship with God. We need to develop a concerned mind. We need to be you know, um, people who are selfless. We need to know how to bear other people's burden. Jesus said, bear one another's burden and fulfill the law of Christ. So the law of Christ is a law of selflessness. It's a law of bearing others' burden. You know, we're going to be generous, generous, generosity spirit. And then the spirit of meekness got to be in us. You see, that is what enables us to intercede and to bring heaven on the earth. You know, for the, for the ministry work, your work with God, your personal life, you know, you need to understand that intercession is the way to bring God in your city, in your community. All things are to be done on the earth. You know, prayer comes first and means the most to God. That's why God said, first of all, first of all, intercession intercession be made so we're going to pray right now we're going to intercede right now we're going to ask the lord god um for his grace to help us and um, to intercede right now father god in the name of jesus we give thanks and praise to you because you're a faithful god we thank you because you are holy we thank you most gracious most merciful, uh, most righteous God. We want to bring repentance before you, Lord, for our lack of prayerlessness, our lack of zeal, our lack of jealousy for you. We bring repentance, Lord, for our lack of intercession, our lack of selflessness. Lord, we are sorry uh, for, Lord, all we have uh, done that is not proper. Lord, we are sorry that we have been out of order, you know, for allowing the enemy to mess around your work. 
to uh, exert his authority and, and devices over us. Lord, we bring repentance. Lord, we are sorry. Lord, we ask for mercy. Let your mercy come to us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We apply the blood of the everlasting covenant, the blood of Yahshua Amaziah, the blood of Jesus. Let the blood speak for us, Lord, in all our lack of zeal, in all our ability to intercede, our lack of patience, lack of meekness. Lord, we bring repentance before you that we have time for television and for movies and, and for Facebook and for and for friends, but we don't have time for you. Lord, we are sorry. We bring repentance before you. And Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we cry unto you this moment, Lord, that it may please you, O God, to, to forgive us and to and to show us your mercy, Lord, and to open our, our blind eyes, Lord God. We are sorry, Lord, uh, that we have become blind as your servants, Lord, and we have not been able to see you and see what you're doing, and we have not been able, Lord, to wait in your presence, to know your purpose, to understand uh, your, 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 your plans, to understand your strategies, Lord, and we bring repentance, Lord, that we have been busy uh, doing our own things, and we have uh, lack of focus, and we have lack lack uh, dedication we have lack uh, our ability to wait on you and to 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 stand in our watch and to hear what and to see what you are saying to us Lord, we bring repentance and we receive mercy. And we pray right now, oh God, Father God, raise intercessors, raise men, raise uh, people, raise women, raise uh, uh, pastors and prophets and, and, and apostles and evangelists uh, and raise people, oh God, who will stand in the gap, who will intercede. Lord, raise, raise people, Lord, raise strong people, Lord. Pour your spirit upon us, Lord. Open our deaf ears is, oh God, and, and, and open our blind eyes, Lord God. Cause us to hear and cause us to see, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, and help us, oh God, to stand even as Moses stood before you, even as Jesus prayed, oh God. Help us to pray like Jesus prayed. Release this art of intercession upon our hearts, oh God. Give us burden in our hearts, oh God, for souls, for the kingdom of God, for the, for the, for the plan and the purpose of God to be fulfilled in our time. Lord God. Help us, Lord God. Purge us of our selfishness. Purge us of our greed for money. Purge us, O oh God, of our filthiness. Purge us of our uncleanliness, Lord God. Purge us, O oh God, of, of, our, of, our, of our tribalism and racism, Lord. Purge us, O oh God, of everything that hinder us, O oh God. And release your spirit upon us. And release your grace upon us. And release your, your anointing upon us. And enable us, O oh God, to intercede and to pray as Jesus prayed. Father, we receive this art, O oh God, of intercession right now. In the name of Jesus, let it come upon us. Let the spirit of grace come upon us. Let the spirit of intercession come upon us. That we may be able to cry and call upon the Lord. That we may be able to bring God to our cities and to our nations and to our communities and to our homes and to our families and to our churches, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, 
Jesus, we receive grace, O oh God, for supernatural and prophetic intercession, O oh God. Release, O oh God, your anointing upon us. Release the spirit of grace. Release the spirit of meekness upon us, O oh God Almighty, in the name of the Lord Jesus Oh, Spirit of the living God, help us, help us, help our weaknesses, Lord. For we confess that we have been weak. We confess that we have neglected this uh, most important assignment you have given unto us, Lord. And right now, Lord, we begin to pray, oh God, even as we pray, Father, that you give us grace to pray for all men, to pray for all men, that all men may come to the knowledge of God, that they may come to the knowledge of Jesus, the seven knowledge of Jesus. We pray that every spiritual blindness in the hearts and the minds of your servant will be removed and in the every spiritual manipulation of the enemy in the minds of the people will be destroyed. Lord, that the people, O oh God, may know you, may come to the knowledge of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray, O oh God, for all people of the world. In the name of Jesus, especially those places where darkness reigns. Lord, we declare in the name of Jesus that people that sit in darkness, light have shine. We declare that those under the region of, 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 of death, O oh God, that your light will spring forth in the name of Jesus. And we pray for the kings and we pray for the leaders and we pray for all those that be in authority. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that the fear of God may come upon them, that the, that the grace of God may come upon them, that the mercy of God may come upon them, that they, oh God, we uh, do that which is right, and that they will fear God, and they do that which is pleasing to God, and that the enemy will not take advantage over them, oh God, we pray in the name of Jesus, that their heart will find the place for God, in the name of Jesus, we pray, Father God, Oh, for, for the church of Jesus Christ, we pray that you will equip your church with power, 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 oh God, that they may have power with God and power with men, that you may equip the church with power, Lord, spiritual power, power to live right, power to teach what is right, power, oh God, to know God, oh Father, in the name of Jesus, power to overcome every darkness, Darkness of doctrine, darkness of false doctrine, false spirits, O oh God. We, we receive, Lord, your mercy upon the church. Have mercy, O oh God, that as a church, Lord, we have failed you. We have not, O oh God, been able to stand in a gap, O oh God, for the nations and for the purpose of God. Lord God, we pray that you release your spirit and your anointing, O oh God, upon your church. That you may raise people, raise prophetic intercessors. In the church, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, Father, upon everyone that hear the sound of my voice this hour, that the spirit of grace may come upon them, that they may have grace, O oh God, to know God, grace, O oh God, to hear your voice, grace to be in alignment with heaven. Lord, I release that grace upon everyone that is under the sound of my voice at this time, O oh God, that they may receive grace, receive grace to know God, grace to 
to know God personally, grace to know God's voice, grace to walk with God, grace to be in fellowship with God, grace, Lord, I release grace upon everyone, everyone, receive grace right now, receive grace right now, lift your hands to heaven and receive grace, I receive grace for everyone, oh God, that is hearing my voice this hour, that the grace of God, grace to know God, grace to know the voice of God, grace to hear God, grace to obey God, grace to intercede as Jesus interceded, grace to call upon the name of the Lord, grace to stand in the gap for the nations, grace to have passion for souls, grace to be in alignment with heaven, let it come upon everyone that is here under the sound of my voice this moment, receive grace, receive grace, grace to walk right, grace to live the right lifestyle, grace to live a life of the kingdom, grace to walk in the truth, grace to love the truth, grace to to walk in the spirit, grace to walk in faith, grace to overcome the enemy. I release that grace upon you. Receive the grace of God in the name of Jesus to stand in your calling, to stand in your ministry. I release the grace of God upon you in the name of Jesus that you may walk in the spirit and walk in the spirit and not fulfill the works of the flesh. Grace upon you that your eyes of understanding may open in the name of Jesus that you may know the voice of God and and hear the voice of God for yourself and for your generation in the name of Jesus. Grace to walk worthy of the Lord's calling upon your life. Receive that grace right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let all grace upon you. Ah, Isola, Ikamos, Vido, Badashi, Tekevros, Bina, Nabata, Legazigitradogo, Ose, Prante, Malido, Kivascapo, Tuvreshe, Edeker, Katama, Devande, Kusutu, Regaya, Adalito, Zotuko, Vison, Padari, Montambea. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Be blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. May God of peace blue shed on the day of peace. May the grace of God be upon you. May you overcome and not fail. May you overcome all the works of darkness. May you triumph in the name of Jesus. May the God of heaven give you grace to triumph over all you're going through right now. May you receive grace to walk in power, to walk in victory, to overcome the devil, to overcome the world, to overcome your temptations in the name of Jesus. I see a way of escape made for you. I see you rising out of that oppression of the enemy. I see you overcoming. I see the Lord turning the captivity in the name of Jesus. I break every barrier. I break it. I break it. I break every inhibition over your life. I break every satanic inhibition over your life. I break every satanic resistance over your life. I break every satanic hindrance over your life. I command you to be free now. Break forth and break rules in Jesus' name. Break forth and break rules in every side. I command you and your enlargement of your coast right now in the name of Jesus that the Lord make your feet like hinds feet 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I release the grace of God upon you that the Lord make your hands, teach your hands to war and your fingers to fight in the name of Jesus. That the words of your mouth be words of fire in the name of Jesus. That your enemy becomes trouble in the name of Jesus. I release grace and power to come upon you in the name of Jesus. Be empowered by God. Be equipped with power. Be equipped with power as a servant of God, as a saint of God. Be equipped with power in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise and glory. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please, I would love for you to help me share this podcast and share it with your friends and um, um, listen to the next one and help us share it and so we can build the kingdom of God together. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord strengthen you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. As you share this podcast with your friends and with others, it shall be well with you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. My name is Bona Abraham. I'm coming under the platform of International Fellowship of Prophetic Intercessors. International Fellowship of Prophetic Intercessors. And we have School of Prophets. And if you are interested, you might call the number uh, below and we can give you all the directions you need. The Lord bless you. Thank you for listening. Amen. I love you. Bye.